Upgrade your ATV UTV today at superatv.com. Whether it's portals, axles, windshields, lift kits, power steering kits, or any of the other great products from Super ATV, they have you covered through the entire process. From design, manufacturing, testing, selling, shipping, and they're always there to support everything you need for your side-by-side. Go start your upgrade today at superatv.com. Well, welcome to another edition of the Destination Polaris Podcast. I am your host, Jared Christie. Joined today by my co-host, Alexa Score. Alexa, how are you? Doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, ready for this warm-up here in Minnesota and ready to get outside and have some fun, but good other than that. So I have a cold today and you have some... <laughs> I'm getting over a sinus infection. Sinus infection. So Alexa and I sound like we're chewing glass and smoking <laughs> some heaters while we're doing the show. That's not the case. Um, we could just say we got sick from being on the road, I guess, or something. I don't know. Yes, but we're not contagious through the podcast. So you guys will not... No. Will not well, unless you cold. like put your nostrils right up to the speaker. <laughs> the speaker. Then maybe. All right. <laughs> then, then that might... Then that might trip you up a little bit but uh yeah it kind of i don't know if it's just coming down from being on the road a bunch or what it catches up to you i mean even if you're doing everything you can to stay healthy on the road just the travel and and sleeping in a different bed and obviously just a little change of routine sometimes can throw you for your loop yeah i i sometimes i i i, I don't realize until the trip is over but you're gone for four nights most of the time and sometimes it's three different places in four nights right yeah it's a lot of travel and a lot of jumping around and you have so much adrenaline like during the whole trip because you're just going and then once you stop you're like oh i'm, I'm kind of tired right <laughs> and you don't realize it until you stop it was almost a treat on our last trip uh we stayed in a what you call it, a townhouse maybe big condo yeah yeah big condo lodgy style condo right right and so we had all of our own bedrooms there so we actually stayed in the same place yeah that was really night. nice and had a kitchen and and just a lot of yeah a lot of space in general right which is not often the case <laughs> right i like i was saying when we arrived i was like hey we pay our dues sleeping in motels all season long so we can have this big nice lodge yes. for a couple nights yes the that's very true. That's very true. And we've been talking about all of these shows that we've been filming for the past, since August? Yeah. Right? Colorado. Colorado August. was August, right? Yep. So August, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to count, count them out. my fingers. Yeah, he's using it's his fingers, my, by the way. how my head feels right now. August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, eight months. Yeah. Roughly, that we started filming the season, and now we are here. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Saturday, April 2nd, new season kicks off at Destination Polaris. You know, I you go into every season trying to plan the best season you've ever had. And sometimes that's that's difficult, right? You're just like, how do I top last year's when last year's felt so good or the year before right, or the course. year before, right? And I look at this season and I'm just like, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not too bad it's pretty good yeah you know it's just like i it's, it's almost hard to compare one season to the next season but um i think we should let people know kind of what they're you know to expect when they're maybe a show in their region might be something that sure. they might be interested in going maybe a couple states over or something like that you know just kind of we could uh definitely well we're kicking it off with sand hollow 
we are. And that, I mean, that was our most recently filmed, the last episode of the podcast we did there. And um, it's a fun one. It is. It is. Have you thought out? What's that? Have you thought out yet? Have, have you I thought out? Have oh, thought have I warmed out? up? Yeah, have you warmed up? Uh, well, you do see the size of my jacket that I'm wearing today, so not quite. Not quite. It's similar to a sleeping bag. You, a sleeping you'll bag. have to imagine... Uh, I haven't I haven't shared the photo I took with you sitting in the razor. There were a couple of photos, right? I said we have we're gonna, let's tell some stories from this trip, right? Because they are great. Because the jacket you're wearing is not a jacket I was hoping you'd be wearing today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So there, like, so we, we talked about it in that podcast we did there, but it, it snowed and it got awfully cold. And the second day we're there, I look over at you one time and you're just sitting in the razor and like you're just sort of just almost frozen just sitting there that's like you're just so cold looking i have to preface with cold affects me differently than most people like i cannot operate when i'm cold i have low blood pressure the way it is i just shut down like i literally can't do anything so being a minnesotan i have every piece of cold weather gear that i could possibly need i brought none of it so i had rain gear and it was so cold and so windy that first day of riding. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's one of those things when you're like, fingers don't move. Your mouth doesn't move. Like, you can't speak. It's, it was so cold. You could have sold hand warmers 100 bucks a pop out there that yes. day easily, right? So we filmed that first day. It's not snowing that first day, but it is windy and it's pretty cold. And then, so the next day we're going to host a barbecue. And so Alex and I drive to Walmart where we're going to get the barbecue gear. And I'm in the store and I'm like, shopping and she goes i gotta go buy some long underwear so i don't freeze tomorrow she goes i'll see you at the checkout and i was like okay so i go i finish the shopping i go to the checkout no alexa (laughs) i go to the car no alexa i load the bags in the truck i drive back over to the front still no alexa a couple minutes later she comes sauntering out no long underwear but a brand new brown jackets wrangler wrangler jackets yes that smells like somebody had (laughs) smoked 12 cartons of marbles in it was what she rolled out of walmart with so apparently (laughs) they don't carry warm weather stuff in walmarts in utah at the time the person looked at me like i was nuts like no we don't have winter jackets here you crazy so they had one men's size medium wrangler work jacket which really wasn't that warm but it was going to be better than what i had and it smelled yes like a carton of cigarettes mind you alexa has a full ogo bag of clothes (laughs) and another separate suitcase that also had clothes in it but apparently they were not packed with anything of of warmth in either one of those suitcases that you had to go to Walmart to buy a Wrangler jacket. It was a severe misstep in packing, I must say. Generally, I'm pretty good. It was terrible. So the jacket kind of became the joke of yes. the ride, this Wrangler jacket, which I have worn since the trip. I, yes, yes. <laughs> I do really like this jacket. This The scent is fading away. Have you washed it? Oh, no. Oh, thank you. It's like a cast iron skillet. Yes. I'm just going to... Just going to get better with time. Yes. But yes, that that second day, it did keep me slightly warmer. And then, of course, we got back and it was kind of like almost sunny. And we're like, this is going to be great. We're going to barbecue. And all of a sudden, it literally is like 
a blizzard. Right, because we've been in basically the snow all day. Yeah. It snowed and it gotten snow all over the dunes. But when we got down to camp, there was no snow at camp. Right. I went and did some interviews. You started getting the barbecue stuff set up all along because DP was going to host a barbecue for everyone there. Cool, yep. fun. Why we'd go to Walmart, not just the jacket. Right, right. Food. Yes. And uh, so we get the interview done to come back. It's fine. We're all just kind of hanging out. There's a fire going out of some sludge pot thing I'd never heard of. Yeah, what's that? Smu- what's smudge? smudge? Smudge, sludge. Smudge. I don't know. Smudge pot. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It worked smudge, really well. Smudge pot? Okay. It's kind of scary yeah. with the diesel yeah, bubbling yes, in there. But yeah, it was something warm. interesting. But uh, <laughs> it did some warm. And then, like you said, it, it, it started, well, it started hailing. Yes. I'm grilling burgers. Yes. And literally out of nowhere, it, the, there is hail going sideways. Yes. And I'm collecting hail and snow on this Wrangler jack. I mean, I am like... Covered in white. Yeah, all you hear is Alexis screaming, there's hail on the cheese. <laughs> I was trying cheese. to protect the cheese. I was really, it's funny, when I had that task, it wasn't so cold. Because I was like, all right, these burgers, they have to be perfect. But it turned out to be just such a funny adventure. And, like, very memorable for various reasons. Right. Everyone's in the trailer. We bring the tables in the trailer. We're all hanging out in the trailer. Everyone's got their cell phones out filming you. <laughs> freezing your tail off. <laughs> cooking the burgers. Oh, it was a funny one. But some of those things that uh, like that don't always make it into the show, but because right. we were barbecuing on purpose for the show, that's actually going to be. Oh, yeah. Pete the- stood out there like a champ. We're all like, Pete, just go in the trailer. He's one of the photographers that was with. We're like, you don't have to film this. He's like, oh, yes, I do. Like, I'm getting the shot. Yeah. All right. I'm doing it. Keep rolling. I'm doing it. Yeah. So he was he was committed. Yes. Yes. And we were committed to making so you made round one. I made round two yep. of the burgers. And uh we fed everybody and then uh we we did our podcast there and then we filmed the next day. And of course the next day Beautiful. Right. We just have a short day and it's just beautiful. Right. First time it's been blue skies the whole time we're there. And we have like an hour or two worth of work and then that's it. And I will say, so that last day when we left, there's a golf course at the resort and it was covered in snow. The whole golf course is white. And I was, we saw some really sad golfers that had like just showed up and they were just like, had rented a lodge, you know, they're walking up just sad. And I was like, they must know that there's a risk of this happening though. Like they have to, right? So when we were checking out, I asked the woman at checkout, I was like, how often does it snow? Like down here on the golf course. She goes, once a year. So like we were there for the one snow that it snows down there. And um, so that just kind of made it even funnier because I was like, is this really as unique as I think it is? And it was. So just so you know, if you volunteer to go on a ride with Alexa, you are going to get snowed on, rained on, some sort of torrential weather phenomenon is going to happen. Because people always want to be like, can I come with you on a ride? Can I come with you on a ride? Don't pick me. Don't pick Alexa. Like, it is an awful weather for I her. think we talked about this earlier in the season. Last year filming, I was rained in the in Phoenix. Was rained on in the desert. Where it rains every day. Um, yeah. Got rained on in um, Ocotillo Wells, which is like inland desert in California. Even more like, desert like than the desert. Like a crazy, like... I don't know what they call it. There's a name for the bad storms. They're like, this only happens once a year. I can't believe it's, it's happening. It's called Alexa. Yeah, Alexa, exactly. Yeah, right, yes. Um, and then there was one more. I can't remember where else we got totally rained on. And then, of course, this Utah trip. But, yes, I have a, a reputation for bringing some interesting weather. Yeah. 
Good job. But it makes it interesting. Good job. Yes. Yes. It was it was a fun shoot. Um, we were all cold most of the time, but I don't think anybody was overly complaining. No. It was fun to see. You know what it really was? was For me, it was like just all the Southern California people were just sort of like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was <laughs> so out of, like, their norm. Yes. Um, and even, like, the Rockford Fosgate folks from Phoenix were like, what? Like, this is so cold. Yes. Like, they were so cold, but it was fun to see them all kind of out of their comfort zone. Yes. So, to sum up the first episode, it's very fun. It is, it is very fun because we had um, Rugged there. We had Rockford. We had Assault. We had Super ATV. We had a bunch of HCR, our... HCR. HCR. Earth Rumor. All these, all these partners there. And I totally forgot start these podcasts and i'm supposed to mention rugged radios because they're the sponsor of the show so i should do that now we had greg out there he's the owner of rugged and steve bichard and and if you've seen enough of our shows you, you've gotten to know them pretty well they're they're great people and and rugged was out there and of course we had rugged radios and all of our machines as we're doing our communications like we always do and yep. it's just it helps out tremendously and they have handhelds and ones you can mount and all sorts of different and they've hooked up our helmets to have them right in there so it just makes everything so much easier especially for filming it does not just writing assault out there and uh marcello's always in a in a great mood and he's always you know marcello's like one of those guys you have out because you can kind of have fun with marcello in terms of like give him a hard time and he never takes anything personally he's very lighthearted. he's very lighthearted, and it's one of the reasons why i love working with assault is because their crew is that way they're just kind of a fun you know crew and they've always got a good mindset and they're always willing to do whatever i yeah that sums it up like there always has a smile smile on his face. He's just very fun to be around. So that's our first episode of the season is at San Hollow. And then you are uh, episode number two in Georgia. Yeah. So we're actually just finishing up the edits right now for that. I literally just got it. Yeah, same. I pulled yes. it in the parking lot and I got the final edits or, or almost the final edits of, of that episode. And very fun. Um, you know, Georgia isn't known for huge terrain, but we're there in the red Georgia clay, and we have celeb and country superstar um, Brantley Gilbert along for the ride, who ended up being just a treat. I mean, I had great expectations going in, but you never know with with celebrities what they're actually going to be like. And he was just having a blast. Like, he has a custom general that players had given him, you know, custom wrap. Very, very cool machine. And then he brought along a couple of his security guards who, like, don't get out a lot. So they were just, like, squealing and just having so much fun. Did he Did he need to have security with you around when he was there? <laughs> yeah. No, they – mainly because he's got a full-size tour bus plus then uh, his trailer with his machines on it. So they are mostly there just to drive the machines in. Yeah. Um, it was – we were pretty um, secluded out there in Georgia because it was another – very cool couple of days and it was like a monday tuesday so no security was not needed but i've we, seen some of case. the footage uh if you like mud riding where you guys went looked like fun it was a blast yes. and um started at iron mountain park which was super super cool and i will take mud over dust any day so i'm down with with the red george clay totally fine with that plus it was like an hour out of 
Atlanta. So it's super easy to get to if yeah. you're like just want a day ride or if you want to go out there and stay. Um, yeah, it was just a blast and and always fun to, you know, have some fun folks along for the ride. No doubt. No doubt. That was good. And and when we try to set up the season, we try to go a lot of different places. So here you are. We're in Sand Hollow, Sand and Rocks, and then next episode, Georgia, all mud. Couldn't be different as far as terrain. Couldn't concerned. be different. And then the third episode is we're riding down in Baja. Yes. And uh, Alexa still gives me the evil You are that. riding down Sorry. in Baja. Let me correct that and say I am riding down in Baja. Um, and it is just uh, the one of the one of the women who we were down there with, she's like, Baja's on everyone's bucket list. Yeah. And even when we were in San Hollow and talking to Brandon HCR, he was like, man, I've never ridden down in Baja. He's like, tell me about the ride and stuff like that. And there's just so much of this mystique and mystery and, you know, am I going to be safe? Is it cool? What's yeah. it going to be like? And all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we went with um, Captain Baja down there. And it's, you, you go in like some place like that, Obviously, go with somebody who knows what they're doing, where totally. they're going, all that kind of stuff. It takes all that worry and concern out of the mix. Well, plus, it's just a different, like, let's be clear, to contrast it again to Georgia, we were in ride parks. Right. So, you know, very mapped out. We're not getting lost. We're never, you know, we're just going out and back. But for you, you guys are covering a lot of ground in Baja. Yeah, great point. And we were going from point to point. So one day we leave where we're staying two hours north of Cabo in this little Los Barillas town. Yeah, no, we'll sure. go with that. We'll go with that today. <laughs> Not feeling well. That's why I said at the start, Los Barillas. Um, and then uh, we ride from there to um, La Paz, which is the capital city of Baja, which a lot of people know La Paz. And then we go from La Paz to Todos Santos and Todos Santos back home. And certainly I have no idea where we're going right. the whole time. You right. know, we're just following where we're told but yeah you're right i mean some place is completely foreign to you i mean it is a bit of a long peninsula so you can go from side to side and you'll eventually run into the either the sea of cortez or the Pacific right Ocean right right point. you have to stay in between the water right and that helps but, but um that is you know um you know i tell people all the time about the show and you know it's it's inspirational and it's aspirational we inspire people to get off their butt and go riding just go have fun go for the weekend go for the day whatever and then it's aspirational we are a bucket list show yeah for, you know and we try not to make every shoot a bucket list because we just can't always you know have every shoot to be the to the nth degree right but we like to do one or two a year to show that yeah you can do this you know what i mean totally. with a little bit of time with a little bit of prep you know, things like that, that you can go you know, plan that trip down to Baja and spend four or five days on a ride and relax and maybe fish or whatever. So, and so that's that Baja um, show that we did. And I know we did a podcast about it too. So you can listen to that, but that's just one of those, man, at some point in time, that's my, you know, you're going to turn 50, do that adventure, whatever the case may be. Right. And it, very realistic bucket list stuff, huge, awesome adventures but doable but dual but doable dual so those are our three rides that we're going to kick off the season with and then we uh, jump into one of our project x shows with hcr which we've had hcr on a bunch of shows as a as for project x doing the suspension but never actually done a full build with them yeah they've the always been there as a part of it but never hosted so that'll be fun um actually am flying there on monday 
Right, so yeah. that has not been filmed that yet. That has not even been filmed yet, so that should be exciting. They're going to go all out, obviously. going to be lots of HDR suspension, parts and components, so you're looking at a pretty big lifted machine that looks very aggressive and tough and all those sort of fun things. So we're looking forward to that uh, build. And then uh, after that show, we've got Pennsylvania, which is another park. You were on the park tour this year. Yes. But the reason why we did that was because so many new people were had jumped into the sport since the pandemic. And we wanted to say, hey, you don't always have to trailer five hours or two states away. There are places that you can ride that are within an hour of a big metro Atlanta and down in Georgia being one. And then you went to Pennsylvania and went to three places. Yeah, just um, conveniently located outside of Pittsburgh. Um, and, you know, that's not the first thing you think of when you go to Pittsburgh. It's not off-roading. So being able to go there and see what's available, I brought along um, my friend and DJ Bonix. He is Wiz Khalifa's resident DJ. He is from Pennsylvania originally. He spent, or he grew up in Philadelphia, but then he spent 10 years in Pittsburgh um, and we brought him out riding and he's like, I'm embarrassed to say, I never knew this was in my backyard. I never knew that this is an hour from where I lived and he had never been off road period. So he had so much fun. Um, again, a little bit muddy that day that we were out, but, um, you know, just being in, at a park, it's so easy for people to go out there and go, you just go like, you're not going to get lost. Everything's tracked very or mapped out very very well but also doesn't feel like you're on like a a course that's made or like a prefabricated thing you're still out in the wide open but with that peace of mind that okay I don't really have to know exactly where I'm going out here because I'm in a park so yeah uh Bonix made that episode super fun he's super energetic and just Truly had a blast. So that'll be really exciting. To your point, 100%, a lot of things that happen behind the scenes when we're doing the show, people don't know about. Like, we have to send all of our shows through Polaris Legal to make sure that we're not jumping couches on fire and things (laughs) like that. (laughs) Well, I send it to the girl over there who reviews our shows. She responds to the the picture. Hi, Jared. I lived in PA for most of my life and didn't know these writing areas existed so close to Pittsburgh. That's exactly. Exactly. There you go. Right. And so people ask us, why do you go places you go to? And I was like, you wouldn't be shocked at how many places are in people's backyard that they've never heard of and never go to. We don't always go to the most well-known places because everyone knows about them. We don't go to to Pikes. We're not always going to Pikes Peak. We're not always going to Glamis. We're not always going to to Hatfield McCoy. We're not always going to the big name places because those are the ones that, that people do know about. So we are giving you guys an opportunity to tune in and see places that you're like, I had no idea. I got to go check that place out. And some of them might be right in your backyard. Yeah. I will say that's a very, Pittsburgh is a really unique episode and has more of an urban flavor and it's, it's cool. It is. It is. And if you've never been to Pittsburgh, I loved um, the beginning of the show that you guys did because I've been out to Pittsburgh a number of times and standing up on the bluffs, over the river with all the bridges and the city behind you. It is one of the coolest views. I had no idea yes. that Pittsburgh was looked like that. I had no <laughs> idea. Like, I had no idea there was train. I had no idea a river ran through it and that it was hilly and you could stand on one side of the river and look down on the city. It, it was very cool. Yes, yes. And did it did it make you feel like, man, I'm going to come and spend more time here? Yes. Yeah. I want to go back to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I never, like, I just clearly 
had no idea what it was about. But I, I had a uh, when I was in college in San Diego, my girlfriend was from Pittsburgh, and so went back a few times during the holidays. And what I never realized, and if you're a sports fan, care or not care, but all of their teams are all the same, same color, color, same colors. So yes. wherever you go, it's black and gold. You know, the Steelers, the Pirates, the Penguins. So I was like, why is it so? I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. They're like, I don't think any other city has that in the country where all the teams are the exact same color. So it is black and gold everywhere you go in that it's town. It's sports town. It is a sports town. It's a hardcore sports town. It's a hardcore sports town. So you went there, and then we couldn't forget about, uh, I guess, our friends on the Pacific Northwest. And I did a ride in Idaho, which I think was my first shoot of the year. Yours was... Yeah, mine was Colorado. Colorado. And um, those two specifically are are back-to-back, but those are places that you have to go during the early fall because the the snow comes in, you're at higher elevations. So we flew in to... um, we're near Coeur d'Alene, and we went two hours north of there to a small... No, it's been so long, I'm... What is the name of the place? I, well, Catching we see a spot. lot of places. So. Catching me on the spot. I'm just like, oh, no, I should have done my homework a little better today. Uh, Coolin. But I forget the name of Coolin. Um, Coolin, Idaho. And we rode in Coolin for a couple of days and had a great time. It's a super small town, a few places to stay. But it's just one of those places where it's a nice little home base sort of place where it's just like you can ride right out of town, right to the trails, do 100 miles of trails in one direction, come back to town, fuel up, stay the night, and then go a different direction the next day and not really be bothered by too much, just go have fun. It's a big snowmobiling place in the wintertime sure. as well. And so it just kind of has that feel where it's just like, there are no clocks in this town. Right. You know, there's we'd go to the little general store in the morning, and they'd make breakfast. We'd get breakfast, and they'd make us sandwiches, and then we'd take off and be gone for the day. That's the best. And the local bar restaurant tonight across the street we'd walk to i mean we would just sort of we either just walked to dinner and we just rode our vehicles right from town that's it was like, awesome i love those kind of places where there's no trailering involved right yes. you don't have to trailer to the trailhead and then leave all your stuff and ride and come back to the trailhead and load up your vehicle so even those types of rides as you do more and more rides over the years, you realize, like, those rides are the best where you just wake up in the morning and you leave right from where you're staying. Yes. <laughs> yes. Totally. Yes. And whether you're filming or not. <laughs> right. Right. So that was uh, that was fun. And then we went, after that, we went to another place outside of Coeur d'Alene, two hours, to a town called Avery. And that was really cool because that's right along the St. Joe River, and that's more historic where it's got trestle crossings and you know sort of an old gold mining town and things like that more traditional sort of rides of what we've done over the years but just still the town of avery has 29 permanent residents or something like that so you roll into town you drive right from there and then the cool thing about that ride was like we could ride under um through tunnels Ooh, fun right yeah that's another thing we did that i didn't mention that we did in pittsburgh that was really cool you rode through tunnels and underground mine and underground mine that's right It's it's really so the like which always on the search for little unique things on each ride versus just all right we're going on a trail ride today right but what's unique and when they said to avery you're like yo we could ride through 20 tunnels i'm like down right i'm in cool like, that's all you need to tell me yep. and then like that sounds like fun so we did that and and trussels and then of course we started our filming season with you going to colorado colorado yeah right? we went to pike's peak and that's one of those places where we did go to you know 
uh, a more famous location. We rode slingshots to the top of Pikes Peak, so you can't off-road um, there. You can't ride side-by-sides there, so we rode slingshots. It was a beautiful day. Um, went all the way to the top, and then the rest of the trip, we were off-roading um, on trails with the Polaris, Rent, uh, Polaris Adventures group there, as well as the Polaris dealership. We did a, a couple days with each, and it was one of those trips where it was perfect weather. The folks we were with had it planned out so well, and you're in Colorado, so you can basically start filming the second you hit the trail because everything is beautiful. Every view is beautiful. So we were like, it just went perfectly. We didn't have any celebrities along. We didn't have any big names. It was just like the perfect ride um, with perfect scenery, easy. I remember my favorite part of the trip was on the last day. We finished... We're like, well, we have everything that we need. We can just wrap up. And very rarely do we just get to ride, like, without stopping for filming. Like, we're just riding for fun. So for, like, 45 minutes on the way back to the trailhead, we are riding on this trail, and it felt like a video game. It felt like, I don't know if you remember uh, Donkey Kong, when they were, like, riding in the mines. Like, there were these trails covered in trees, but they were just, like, kind of on the edge of, like, a a small cliff, and you were just, like, cruising around these banks, and we just got to go for 45 minutes, and that was just so fun, just to, like, everyone was just going fast and and doing really well, and we knew that we had just gotten done with an awesome shoot, so that was one of those moments where you're like, this is really fun, and you turn off work mode for a second, and you're, like, just soaking it all in. So Colorado was awesome. The vistas are beautiful. I mean, Pikes Peak was breathtaking. Um, both because we were flown in from Minnesota, went straight to 13,000 feet (laughs) and it's beauty, but it's up there. It was really, really fun. So Colorado is just like your quintessential, beautiful trail ride. Can never go wrong with any ride or shoot in Colorado. Exactly. Could do all of our shoots out West, but we don't because, you know, there's so many people who love to ride other places. Um, after the Colorado show, we're doing a, a shoot, Project X shoot with Thumper Fab, which we've never done with before. And it's one of the things that I like to do each season is try to bring in new faces. Yeah. Especially on our Project X builds, which uh, behind the scenes can be challenging sometimes because it's it's a big big task. It's a big task. It's a big commitment. I don't think people understand how much work sometimes these 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 companies are putting into coordinating all the parts, especially at a time like now where they're, they are coordinating all the parts, getting machines tear down to rebuild. It's, and then it happens in real time. We're shooting this in a couple days, Yes, like to rebuild a machine and have everything timed out. Right. It's, it's a challenge. So they're down in, uh, I believe outside Dallas, Texas, yes. down that area. and uh, they're going to build a mud machine for us. That's going to be big, and loud and everything Texas and so that should be a fun building the ranger yeah, that should it. be fun for you and then um, after that show traveled back to the east coast and Maine and I feel like I know we talked about this a little bit but I feel like Maine to you was just like so just sort of magical in a way it was myself and the photographers I mean we were we just kept like looking at each other and like we scored. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Um, we just ended up being there, like, on the day of Peak Colors or, like, the three days of Peak Colors. The hours of Peak yes. Colors. No, <laughs> and, like, 
in front of our eyes, they're like changing and falling, but it was like the most full the trees could be at peak colors. Like that was, it was just, we hit it yes. just right. So if you were a fall fan and a, and a fan of writing during like leaf changes, yes. watch the main episode. Yes. yes. Northern Maine. So it's, it's remote up there. Um, cool people. I had no idea Maine had so much water either. They have a lot of water. We, um, saw the start of the Appalachian Trail. And actually, we saw the end of the other end of the Appalachian Trail in Georgia. Georgia. So we saw both ends. You it was kind of cool. You tell people you did the whole Appalachian yeah, yeah, Trail. Yeah, there right? you go. Yes. Um, so yeah, Maine is just like beautiful colors. Um, history involved too, just being how remote we were and, and with the history there in Maine, um, a lot of fun. Yeah, that I, I was... Somewhat like I was like, oh, I really want to go on that shoot. I really want to go on that shoot. But I was happy to hear that you hadn't been there. I think uh, Troy, one of our photographers, had not been there before. Had, Pete there? went. Pete had been there before. I think he had been there okay. before. But it, it's such but a, never like up where we were in right. that time. Like yeah, no. you guys were super duper far north. Yeah. and 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 it's just. You, you, first week of October, I think it was you something said, said like first that. second week of October, right in that ballpark, was uh, an awesome time to be there because I was back in Minnesota, Wisconsin, doing a shoot yes. roughly at the same time. Right, kind of broke it up between September and October, but uh, we always like to sort of stay home if we can and do a local shoot. And so we've got a show that combines both Minnesota, uh, what they call the Iron Range, which is like the northern part of Minnesota, and then just a place in Rice Lake, Wisconsin, which is about two hours uh, east of Minneapolis. So um, beautiful time of year to be in both places. Both places have lots of riding and lots of trails. It's not the most technical riding you'll find, but in terms of like, you know, not every ride is going to, where you live is going to be the most technical Exactly. Ride. If you're from the Midwest, you know, like, we don't have a ton of terrain. So, yeah, if you want to just get out and not have to trailer your machine across the country, like, sometimes it's not going to be super technical, but still pretty so special. Pretty. Yeah. It's so pretty. Because the place we went to in uh, Wisconsin, we went to a remote campground that was ATV friendly. And it felt like we were in the middle of Canada. You're just like, are we sure that the Holiday Inn's just 15 minutes away from <laughs> yeah, here? Because yeah. I feel like we are really, so remote. really remote here. And that's some of the cool things. It's like it doesn't always have to be the biggest uh, giant trip in the world. And then uh, so those those are those shows. And then we're going to finish off the season with, with three things. We haven't done anything yet, so we don't have a whole lot to talk about on these things. Is 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 I've got a Project X with Shock Therapy. Again, another company we've not done something with. And if you're not familiar with Shock Therapy – um, go check them out and go look them up and see what they do because they'll just sort of customize and tune your shocks to make it the most plushest ride apparently ever. Um, potentially a ride in Tennessee. I don't know yet. Still working on that. And yeah, I know. I know. It's still it's odd to be figuring out whether or not we're still where we're going, right. but potentially a ride in Tennessee. And then you wrap up the season. Back with, to Pismo Beach. Back to Rugged Arroyo Radio. Grande yes. with Rugged Radios yes. in the central coast of California. Do another Project X build with them, which should be cool because their build is they're going to donate it to a local fire department. Cool. They always tie it in and make it, you know, relationship-based and emotional and something that they're really passionate about. Yes. Not to mention just generally make a really, really cool build. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, 
a lot of the, which we sort of mentioned uh, a little bit, but uh, a lot of the rides we did this year, um, you can do with Polaris Adventures. And that is one way that you can ride all over the country without trailering um, a vehicle. In fact, one of the families that we rode with in Wisconsin, they sort of plan a little bit now when they go on vacation somewhere, a Polaris Adventures company sure. nearby so they can all do, do something fun for the day you know it doesn't always have to be a theme park or right. something else they're like we went out and they rode it's a nature's theme park is right. what it is so they rode with uh Ocotillo wells folks. oh cool yeah and they yeah. were telling me about that like we went out to california and we rode i'm like where'd you guys ride we went to Ocotillo wells i'm like oh we filmed there so yes. and they're like we make that part of our family vacations now when we go somewhere we if we go somewhere for a week we try to find a polaris adventures location nearby to go ride with them. And I was like, how cool is that, that you guys have actually incorporated that into some of your family vacations? And I never really, oddly enough, because we do this, I never really thought about that for me and my kids when we go places because we're always so, like, sports-heavy or oriented that we're doing a bunch of stuff. But I was like, I should start taking them on Well, it also makes it so, like, you don't have to go on a riding trip. Like, your whole trip doesn't have to be dedicated to staying at a campground and, and riding for five days if that's not... You know, if you have one or two vacations a year and that's not going to be your entire vacation, go and then ride for a day with Polaris Adventures. Yes. Like, that's perfect. Like, I can't think of of a better, like, supplement to a good vacation than, like, going out and riding and seeing the trails and getting wide open spaces for a day. It's It's uh, easy. It's easy. It is so easy. It is so easy. And it's, it's, I would say if you were basing it versus a day at a theme park, it's less expensive, and I'd say in some cases more memorable. Yeah. You know, because you don't know what is going to happen that day. You don't know how your ride's going to turn out. Hopefully, it's going to be a great day and a beautiful ride, and maybe you'll see you get to some vistas. Maybe you might see some wildlife, or you just might, the kids might get some mud in their teeth, whatever the case may be. And it's just like a fun family day where the cell phones usually don't work. Uh, yeah, I yeah. would... Uh... I would have loved to do that as a kid. Oh my gosh! So right? I'm, yeah, I know. I gotta down. plan that a little more with my kids. So that's the season, right there. Still, some more shoots to happen, but we're excited. This is our Alexa. I cannot believe thirteenth season of Destination Polaris. That's a long time. It's a long time for any show. Right. I know. That's amazing. I know. And the fact I've been doing it since day one, and they haven't gotten rid of me yet. And the fact that I was still in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Where was I? Yeah, geez, I know. But it's just like the rides have gotten better each year. The locations, I think, have always, you know, I I, I say this jokingly, we don't do a lot of shoots in Nebraska. No offense, Nebraska (laughs) or Iowa. But, um, you know, we really try to like, you know, as you can, as you, as you heard, you know, we've, we've, probably you know we went to the northwest we went to the southwest we're in the midwest we went to the northeast we went to the south we are in every part of the country this year so anybody who's watching has a place probably within a decent drive right that we covered this year and that's you know part of our goal is we want to show that like there's so many great places to get out and ride around the country and the machines just keep getting better too oh my gosh so and you're gonna get to see some of the brand new Yes. Very exciting machines. Yes. So. Yes. We had some of the Pro R's and the Turbo R's on our most recent ride, which is our San Hollow one. Yep. And so we get to kick off the season with that. The Project X's are always fun because seeing that, look, the normal person isn't going to do that, obviously. 
you know, but it does create like some cool buzz in the industry. You know, I mean, totally. Rockford takes that machine that we to both every have show they everywhere. go to, and they they all they ever say is that it's a crowd like. It attracts so many pe- people are so interested in those builds and that's what's really, really special. It's not just for the show. Like right. they, they, we show you what happens on the show and then this machine is going around and kind of an art piece. It's like an installation, right, like an art right. installation. You might not build a machine that has 56 or 58 speakers on it, but you may be like, all right, I'm throwing down. I got to like take my machine, I might get one of those stage five or stage six kits that Rockford does. Yeah. And, you know, have speakers up front, have some speakers in the back, subwoofer, the whole thing, and and make it so much better because all the vehicles that we rode in San Hollow all come standard with the Rockford. With Rockford, yep. With Rockford in them. And that was fun because I know as soon as I got in them, I was like, okay, connect the we phone. We were all jamming <laughs> out, yes. Connect phone, crank up, here we go. I was doing that as a way to warm me up so I could dance in my own vehicle. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it was unique because we almost, almost, you and I had my own vehicle. You almost had your own vehicle. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yep. Not always the case. Usually we're loaded up with gear and people and stuff like that. So that was a lot of fun. Do you have one show? Before we end, that was your favorite this season. Oh, it's a million gosh. Dollar question. The million dollar question. Right. Um, nope. I can't do it. No. I just like fair, have huh? so many like memories and unique moments from so many different rides. Um, it's really hard. I think starting off the season with Colorado and just such a great shoot, it was just really set the tone for the rest of the season. So I think that felt good to like start and just make, wow, that was, this is going to be such a good episode. And like, I have to remember that for next time. I agree with you. People ask me all the time, favorite place to ride and stuff like that. And I said, you know what? I don't want to sound like, Hey, what's good on the menu. Everything's good on the menu. Right. You know, I just, it's more than one of those things. Like I can find, um, something fun or unique in every ride that we do, yeah, you know? And a lot of it has to do with the people that we're with, right? You right. A good crew we were with that makes it so much better. But literally, like, every trail ride, every adventure has something that I have not seen before. And so I was like, oh, cool. I'd never imagined I would be here, or I'd never imagined I would see that or learn that or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, that's, you know, and, and some – when you go to a Colorado, it takes almost like a few weeks to come down yeah. on that yeah. on that ride. But, you know, even the Wisconsin or Minnesota rides that have been, I was like, oh, I've never been here before. So it's all new to me. Right. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like that remote ATV campground. I was like, okay, it's only a couple hours from my house. Right. I could load up the Razor, drive over there, camp and ride around that area bring the fishing poles. My kids would love it. And I was like, maybe I'll just go there. And there were these other lakes around the air. I was like, okay, I see that lake. I see this lake. Right, and right. And I was like, oh, okay. So it doesn't always have to be this grandiose because I could be like, oh, yeah, Baja. But you're not going to do Baja all the time. Right, You know what right. I mean? So, well, and it's just, it's comparing apples to oranges, totally, I think. Yeah. Totally, 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 totally. Well, we had a lot of uh, fun filming the season. We had a lot of partners um, and I should probably thank some of them before we're done with this podcast here. Obviously, we mentioned Rugged and we mentioned Rockford, but we did a ride, the Idaho one with Full Throttle. Ian from Full Throttle was on that ride. And so if you're uh, looking to upgrade your uh, battery for your vehicle and talk about adding all these accessories and stuff like that, a Full Throttle battery is a great way to go because that thing cycles all the time and it just 
charges and powers up all your stuff. We mentioned Marcelo from Assault. Assault's got all your accessories. If you if you got your mirrors and your steering wheels and every little accessory you can imagine, they have got you covered. Obviously, Players Adventures for going on rides, and then our new friends at Quad Boss. They've got all dependable parts for your ride, whether you're a rancher, farmer, hunter, um, they want to make sure that you have all the things you need to keep you out on the trail. So if something breaks down, um, check in with Quad Boss. They've got the parts and pieces to get you back out on the trail. And definitely let us know what your favorites are. Yes. Like reach out to us on social media, reach out to us on Instagram um, at destination players and let us know, you know, what your favorite moment. Like I'm here trying to figure out what mine is and it's hard to decipher, but we want to hear what yours are too. Um, so definitely be sure to give us a follow and we love hearing feedback. So feel free to reach out all the time or maybe uh, bring up a topic or a person you'd like to hear on the podcast. Yes, please do. Please reach out to any of those social places because um coming again later this summer we will start planning season 14 and we'd love to hear you guys' feedback on places because people ask me all the time how do you come up with all these great places to ride and some of them are literally just emails i get that said hey have you guys ever ridden here or have you heard about this place i'm like no and i go online and i look at them like okay cool let's go yeah. there and they're like it's that simple i'm like sometimes it is that simple so, so you could influence season 14 you could you absolutely could and maybe we'll see you out on the trails with us there you go. come out and join us on a ride see how exciting filming can be <laughs> sometimes <laughs> we joke all the time about it because it's like it's not overly exciting the finished product is super exciting but sometimes the making of it is just not a slower a, pace than your normal day on pace, the trail but, but I'm looking forward to this season, but I'm also looking forward to some of the potentials that we haven't been able to go to next year. We've been to Canada for a while, so I'm hoping we get there. But uh, first thing first, we got to get through the season. That's right. And again, the season premiere, April 2nd. April so. 2nd. Tune in. The CSAN Hollow, in a way, you only get to see it one, one day. One day a year. One and most people don't even capture it then. No, so no, uh, stay tuned. We're excited for it. And we will see you next episode. That's right. Be sure to download our podcast at all your favorite podcast places, like Spotify. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Upgrade your ATV UTV today at superatv.com. Whether it's portals, axles, windshields, lift kits, power steering kits, or any of the other great products from Super ATV, they have you covered through the entire process from design, manufacturing, testing, selling, shipping, and they're always there to support everything you need for your side by side. Go start your upgrade today at superatv.com.